January was lit for us. Black excellence. Did we do that or did we do that? We we, we, we did, did that shit. That shit. We dope. did that shit. That shit was dope. It's gonna keep happening though. So don't don't even don't even worry about it. Don't even worry. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. I got my line up ready, ready to go. I'm out here. Yo, in these DM, I'm. I, listen, I'm the queen of sliding the DM. I see. Hey, this thing is successful. She she straight scheduled all our shit. Like, goddamn, this motherfucker is handling shit. I'm in the DMs, honey. Like, I did no part of the scheduling at all. My co-host, who's amazing, just hit me up and be like, "Yeah, we I confirmed it." For uh, Tuesday, like, God damn, this motherfucker dope as fuck. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, so so-and-so want to go on on Tuesday. You down? What's up? I'm going to need you to get all your shit and come to Dark Side. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I don't even be asking Juice nothing. I just I just be talking to the people and I be telling Juice what's going to happen. And then like, I'll be like, I guess we're recording Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. But low-key, that's how it has to be like with me. When we well, when we are gonna have guests, we definitely have to do Tuesday so we can have more time for prep. Yeah, yeah, because I got to get in the right mental space. Also, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be, it would probably, it would just be a lot for you to do it on a Wednesday after work. Yeah, Mondays. I need, I need a day. Now That's your day to just be blah. I do laundry on Monday and I sit in my bed scrolling through Twitter for hours. Mm-hmm. And then I might go get something to eat. A lot of places are closed in Huntsville. There are good places to eat on Monday. So Tuesday is when I go have me a little meal. Hopefully meet up with somebody else. But, and then that's how my day goes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So. Yeah, shout out to February. Again, shout out to all of our guests, Molly with the most, Dark Side Coffee, and Heart and Soul Sneaker Boutique. They were bomb. Energy was great on all of them. We vibe with everybody. We love everybody. Right. Um, like, And we really rock with the people that we had on. That's yeah, the other thing. Like, For sure. It may be times in the future where there's people we don't know or rock with. I mean, we didn't know Molly, but we both listened to her podcast. I love Molly, though. I, once again, I really I'm, enjoy her Twitter. Once again, I might have to fight you over our crushes because we're running into the same. <laughs> <laughs> you, you tweet about Scotty B one more fucking time, and we gonna have a fucking fight. Uh, it one, it one, it one. It's gonna come a, a point in time where Scotty Beam is gonna tweet me back, and I'm <laughs> I'll be so jealous. Gonna have to flex in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. I always get these hoes to tweet me back. These hoes. I am a non-lesbian woman lover. <laughs> what can I say? Um, so we rock with everybody. I cannot afford anything at Heart and Soul right now. <laughs> but woo, I, I, I like the vision. <laughs> <laughs> they are all very nice guys. They got a lot to offer, <laughs> right? If y'all got dough. Please go down there and buy tons of shoes. They know what the fuck they talking about. Maybe y'all could put in a, like a pledge for this is for Juice's uh, <laughs> Yeezy fund. <laughs> do you know what it's like? This, do you know what it's like to covet sneakers your whole life and mm. you're sitting around just amazing whole shoes store. You can't. I can't afford none of it. Brand new, shrink wrapped. 
shrink-wrapped Yeezys that I have stalked in my head for years. That was actually my first time seeing sneakers being shrink-wrapped in a boutique also. In but, person? Yeah. Yeah. I've never been... Um, the only other... What sneaker boutique have I been to? It was out of town. I really want to go to Kiff one day. I yeah. heard that shit is lit. Um, and then also... Uh, what was the old one? Creative Soul. Used to be a boutique here. This is back in the day. This was like the first sneaker boutique. What's mm-hmm. his name? Travis. On Twitter, what's his name? Travis. T-Large? Yeah. He had a sneaker boutique oh, back okay. in the day. First one to do a Visionary. Huntsville legend. I got some I got some visionary ideas that I had a lot of. Yeah. Somebody need to ask us to come on for a show, damn it. I'm tired of directing the shit. Let me just sit in the chair and answer the questions. <laughs> yeah. I be uh this gonna be sound weird. Sometimes I'll be practicing being interviewed, being like, Well, you know, <laughs> we started I've done that before. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm really low key like hoping that Sean didn't forget about us because I think it would be fun to go on their podcasts. Yeah, that'd be cool. I still haven't listened. I haven't I I'm t- curious to see that nigga house. The uh picture for the pictures I see, I'm like, yeah. Aspirational. <laughs> like, <laughs> that nigga got money. I I respect it. Money, money. See, I would love to be like a, the little homie to somebody like that. Mm. Like, yeah. Put me on actual game. Like, don't put me on no talk like toxic talking points. I'm talking about like actual shit. Like the shit he dropped on us on that uh that heart and soul episode that's that we I'm didn't saying. put out that's what i'm saying like y'all didn't even hear like they they gave us jewels but yeah um what were some uh what were some, some of your favorite moments from this our uh remarkable february <laughs> um really i just love the all-around blackness of it like it was just the perfect timing for all of this to happen like it couldn't have been a better time for than than february for this to happen and it all fit yeah. it wasn't forced yeah it was genuine yeah. conversations yeah. each one all of that like and and i feel like i feel like it was really good to see just like different aspects of blackness you know what i'm saying like and it's all local shit too and it also made it to where it doesn't just seem like it's just me and you recording alone in some hidden layer of Huntsville. <laughs> like, oh, they actually exist. Right. They actually know people. They <laughs> right. actually talk to other people. Yeah. We know I'm so, niggas. I'm so used to hearing them just talk to each other. <laughs> right. Yeah, nah. Um, I also like that um, we were able to show different parts of our personalities in ways we usually don't. True. Different people didn't bring different parts out. Yeah. And they were all other parts of us that we always, we've shown at times in the years that we've done this, but you got to see it all in a shorter time span. Mm-hmm. Um, where I got to actually have guy time and talk about <laughs> cars and shoes like right, a normal right, fucking right, man. Right, right, right. No, I love that. I think that it's just so adorable when niggas just get excited over sports. I'll just be like, oh, look at them. <laughs> look at them, Nick. Look at this black boy joy. Right. Like, Hold up, nigga. 
<laughs> um, what was I going to say? No, the, the crazy thing or the cool thing to me or the coolest thing of like the whole month is just honestly knowing that just seeing these people that I grew up with because um, I grew up with Chris because we went to church together from heart and soul and just seeing them flourish and seeing them come from their starting point it's just dope to just be in the mix and just be able to be like damn like I know this nigga like and I said that in the interview too like when I first heard about the boutique I was like no no like not Chris like I grew I grew up with Chris. I know Chris. What? Like, he own a, he own a boutique. He run a boutique. Like, that's dope. That's fire. Like, it's just good. It's a good feeling to just... To see somebody that you haven't seen in a while and, and be in the presence of their blessings. It's just like, dang, like, this shit is crazy. Because they, they got a dope-ass fucking store. Even down to Devin. Like, I, I didn't grow up to Devin. I knew of Devin whatever but he he was a homie's homie mm-hmm. of course um i grew but, up with all of them niggas but just the idea that devin was in my house almost a year ago talking about opening the coffee shop and we're doing the podcast like he mentioned it in the episode but like when we first like sat down he's like yo i had so much fun the last time i came on and like it was just weird to be like so much has happened since I saw him last. And like this be sitting in the building that he was dreaming about. Yeah. And it's like working. And like people like coming there and posting up and having pictures and shit. It's like, yo. These niggas really created the shit. Right. Yeah, like that, that's that. And they're our age. That's that's just like I don't I can't even describe the feeling. Like that is it's really some powerful shit. Yeah. Honestly, like to be in a space where you're talking to somebody about something and it's just an idea and then to be in that space. Yeah. Literally and physically is just like damn, like And they fuck with us. Yeah. That's the even wilder part. Yeah. It's like, yo, we are out here. Yeah. We're doing something right. Because sometimes I'll be thinking, you just be saying some crazy ass shit. Yeah, we do. But it's all right. It should be lit, though. <laughs> if you don't say no crazy ass shit, it ain't no good podcast. I don't care what nobody say. I also did think it was like when Tori was like, you're laugh. <laughs> and I was just like, I, everybody says that. I know. And I'm like, I don't think people realize that. Like, I don't laugh like that. I only laugh like that around you because I feel comfortable around you. And we're literally in my house. Yeah. Or before I was at Wendy's office. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, that laugh isn't my normal laugh. That's like, I'm with my nigga and we busting jokes. Yeah. Laugh. And then plus, people can't see like your facial expressions, which are fucking hilarious. (laughs) And that'd be making me fucking laugh even harder. And then, Uh, like, sometimes I just be saying some wild shit and then I hear it. Through the headphones, I'm like, oh, that shit was, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listening back, be a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was I old? <laughs> and then, like, especially the episodes, like, oh, I was drunk. I got drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. But yeah, um, just seeing people do everyday just dope things. 
that live in your city, that are your age, that are all doing different grinds. Because Molly's podcast is not like our podcast. No, it's but not. But it's dope in its own way. Yeah, and, and, and she's doing it by herself. And she's she really has a good footing out here. Honestly, she's only been doing it for a year. Yeah. She's really like, she got some dope shit. I love I love Molly. I love her podcast. Like I love her personality. Molly is just a really dope chick. Like she she has definitely cornered her audience and she really got the game on lock. Outside of Thomas Glenn, that is the only other person that I would want to produce their podcast. I wouldn't even want to be on bike. I just oh, want to be like yeah. yeah. Like cause that shit is fucking wild. Thomas definitely gonna get a podcast. He need to quit bullshitting on that. But, yeah, like, to, for her to do it by herself and to be so entertaining with it, because, like, even her voices and stuff are fucking hilarious. So, like, I listened to her this past episode, and she was go- more... I also like that she has themes, mm-hmm. and they roll over into the next episodes. Mm-hmm. But you can do that also when it's yourself. Yeah. You're like when you're we're doing everything. Yeah. yeah. It only makes sense. But I also couldn't do by myself like that. Not from week to week. No. Nah, I, I couldn't do it. Not consistently, nah. Nah. That's just hard. Yeah. To be able to keep the flow of not even necessarily dialogue it's not dialogue to just keep the flow of your conversation up with yourself right and it still be entertaining so hard like i i've tried and i literally have to pause and be like okay like how can i yeah segue into this or how can i you know what i'm saying like what else do i talk about like not like it's got to be so many moments when she first started that she got to those like okay i said this now what Mom right, like, but uh, yeah, there's other people we want to record with. We'll let you know. <laughs> That's also a, a subtle jab of if we ain't asking. No, this <laughs> <laughs> don't call us. We'll we will call, call you. you. <laughs> Straight up. That's the episode title. Right there. <laughs> don't call us. We'll call you. But yeah, so that was a good little run. We're gonna keep the momentum going, like yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, once again, thanks to everybody. If you're in Huntsville, ever check out Dark Side Coffee. Check out Heart and Soul, and all of you can listen to Molly's Molly with the Most podcast. <laughs> Um, which transition, I guess? Yeah, um, let's talk about D'Angelo. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so D'Angelo's versus was this past Saturday. Yes, it was at the Apollo. It was D'Angelo and it was advertised as D'Angelo and, and friends. friends. But at first I was like, I don't know if he friends gonna be here. He was only three motherfucking friends. Legendary friends though. True. Yeah. I, mean, I really thought I really thought Lauren Hill was gonna pop out. 
I really thought. Or I really I really wanted her to. You got a lot of faith in Lauren Hill. I really wanted her to. I really did. You got a lot of faith in Lauren Hill. I really did. Why wouldn't she? Lauren Hill don't show up to her own shit she advertised for. Sheesh. Lauren, you just gotta show up for a couple of minutes. Man, Lauren is most unlikely to show. If we had high school right now, most unlikely to be in class would be Lauren Hill. I don't know why also, but I also had a moment where I felt like Erica Badu could show up too. Because I want to say Saturday was also her 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. And they're all part of the Soul Quarians. Mm-hmm. So. Kid Fury said that he was dressed like Erica Badu. <laughs> Kid Fury said he was dressed like Erica Badu anyway. That hilarious. Which he was. I can't believe he kept that hot ass fucking trench coat on the whole time. Most, but he only took it off for a couple minutes, but he put it right back on. I was like, nigga, you got to be musty up under that jacket. Bro, when you tweeted, what does D'Angelo smell like? <laughs> That was the funniest thread we had in a fucking minute. <laughs> what did uh, I say? I said, "You said somewhat stale weed, cigarettes, and uh, Newports and chicken." Wait, no, did you say chicken? I said chicken. What did you say? <laughs> I can't. Re- like, I gotta find the thread because that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I screenshot it, <laughs> so I got it. That shit was hilarious. I love us for real. Sweetest thing I'll ever know. <laughs> you said Newport's somewhat stale weed and a lot of cocoa butter. <laughs> <laughs> and I said I was going to say fried chicken and polo blue. <laughs> and then Courtney uh, commented on when, my first comment when I said the uh, stale weed. Newports and cocoa butter and she was like you gotta add a perfume in there oh yeah and I was like I got you sis <laughs> and then I was like uh, Kim said polo blue but I definitely feel like what did I say I had to pull up the thread for that I didn't screenshot that part oh he would have oils oh yeah <laughs> it would never be some oils and then you said yeah <laughs> Maybe that's the episode title. <laughs> and then Nick was like, it would definitely be a roll on <laughs> and not a sprint. <laughs> For sure. That was the first 10 minutes of the fucking uh, the verses. Which oh. was actually a tiny desk. <laughs> it was definitely a tiny desk. For everybody that was tweeting that, that was hilarious. You said, I know a tiny desk. Would I see one? I was like, yeah, this is for sure <laughs> tiny desk worthy. Um, also, when one of his little friends came out, when Meth and uh, <laughs> Redman came out, that's also when we got to realize one thing that a lot of people forget about D'Angelo. That nigga short as fuck. Hmm. You didn't even pick up. You just lusting after everybody on the screen. <laughs> I mean, Method Man is tall. Yeah, but D'Angelo is. I'm taller than D'Angelo. He could make. Are you? Yeah, D'Angelo is like. Says he's five six. 
Oh gosh. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. I just never, I just never thought that. He seemed, he looks like, he appears to be. Short niggas know they angles. (laughs) A tall nigga. That nigga's short as fuck. Wow. Tiny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, meth is tall, but, I mean, meth and red are tall, but that nigga's mad short. But uh, yeah. What is it? What else was? It? Oh, when uh, what's what's the second song that that Meth performed with D'Angelo? I hadn't heard that song for a minute. Yeah, me and, and I had to go add it. I was like, yeah, because he was reading the fuck out of that girl that he was talking to. What is it? Cause I went definitely downloaded the. I've been listening to that playlist since. I love me some D'Angelo. Yeah. Um, You're my lady. Oh, breakups to make up. That song is a banger. You're my lady. My favorite song. I mean, I love all D'Angelo. When he played all right, I was like, okay, this is the vibe. People were getting mad that like after he played cruising first. And then they were like, he started going through like his catalog. People were like, play the hits. And like, These? They are all oh, hits. <laughs> what do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? Everything was a hit. Everything. This nigga's made three albums. All of them are classics. There was literally not one thing that he played that I was just sitting not there jamming. not knowing. Like I was just like, <laughs> forgot about this. What? <laughs> some people, some people slept on Black Messiah. Yeah, and it's obvious. Now, legitimate critique about Black Messiah is it's not mixed exactly too well, and some of the vocals are muffled. But D'Angelo is like a better Kid Cudi. The hums, Mm. it's all you Mm. fucking need. Those melodic hums, and they're church hymn hums. Oh, for sure. So that's like. Uh, divine hums will say they are uh what's, what's his one we got one song that's what is it chicken grease and uh yeah, chicken grease is that the name of it, mm-hmm. it was chicken grease and something else chicken maybe grease. i'm thinking about anthony hamilton anthony hamilton definitely got if anthony hamilton doesn't have a song <laughs> called fat back <laughs> <laughs> i'll give y'all the money in my fucking pocket <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god um <laughs> d'angelo uh i'm fucking dead d'angelo got all the hits yeah he do um just this is the track list cruising his which it takes a lot to be better than smoky mm and he got a better version of cruising the smoke. See, I um, I heard D'Angelo's version before I heard anybody's, and then I heard Huey Lewis in the news do it. Um, you did with, hear uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Man, my dad loves cruising, and I just smoking. immediately I was like, "Oh no, they're not singing D'Angelo." I know they weren't. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, my dumb ass. I was in college, not knowing shit. That 
that was one of the songs that made the the rounds on uh, LimeWire. Mm. So when you would search cruising, that Huey Lewis in the news and Gwyneth Paltrow mm. one would come up. Mm. So I'm not even gonna knock you for it. It's just that's Smokey. Smokey is like is God level. True. Like songwriting wise, but uh, that nigga's he's getting old too. Didn't he just have a birthday? He's, he's like, like eighty four. Yeah. She, I didn't realize he was that old. I forgot. He's a good looking dude. He still looks good. This is true. Um, that song where Smokey's talking about uh, drinking wine in the street is hilarious. <laughs> what song? Out there drinking wine. <laughs> Out there doing live. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I've heard that. It come up on Twitter every time, like it's Smokey's birthday or something. Oh God. <laughs> Quick detour. Nah, but cruising is my shit. I love that. Baby, let's cruise away from here. And then, all right, which is amazing. Like, I was riding around the other night when the sun was going down and I was listening to this playlist and then All Right came on and I was riding these back uh, country ass roads I was like man my uncles would be proud of the nigga (laughs) right now I'm going home I got a bottle of Jack and my floorboard I'm listening to D'Angelo not with me but in my head (laughs) okay that's some black shit like man hey I'm living black uncle excellence that is the ultimate black boy joy right there that's black man joy (laughs) okay (laughs) real nigga shit um that D'Angelo shit was so fucking good it really was man that's some black ass he's that's black ass music bro and then plus, like, you see the elements of all the, you see the elements of church, you see the elements of just blues, you see the elements of funk, you see Prince in there, you see hip-hop in there. That, D'Angelo is just in another, another level. I want him to make some more music. Well, he would if women didn't lust after him and make him ruin the experience. <laughs> I'm sorry, D'Angelo. If we have to stop doing that, I will because I just feel like right now what we need is some D'Angelo R&B. Guys, anybody that didn't see Kim's tweets of her lusting after (laughs) D'Angelo, I want you to go and look up this shit because she was unapologetically just being like, yo, take that shit off, nigga. I know you you got a little belly. (laughs) We know you got a belly, sir. We like that now. We older. This nigga has made complete interviews about why he don't like that shit. We have let go of untitled D'Angelo. She just in the comments being like, take your shit off, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to us, Thick Daddy. <laughs> Fuck them songs, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little daddy. <laughs> hey, thick little mama, what's up? <laughs> hey, blue shirt. <laughs> hey, big fur. <laughs> I see you, Fedora. <laughs> Not the Fedora with the head wrap. I see you. <laughs> Just women, just like I don't know. Twitter be funny. Like 
social media has just showed me how savage women are. And that shit is hilarious. Until you read that shit about what D'Angelo was feeling, like, oh, I fit. Like, you trying to perform the songs you love. People are like, hey, fuck all that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know you worked hard for these songs. I want to see them abs. <laughs> Let me see that V-cut, nigga. <laughs> fuck that. We don't, need, we don't even need abs no more, sir. Like, like he was, like, that shit really traumatized him. Aww. You never saw the interview where he talked about it? <clears throat> like, that's why he quit touring. And he became an alcoholic. I think I think so because people just wanted him to take off his shirt yeah. after he did Untitled. So he started doing concerts shirt off the whole time just to stop them from yelling it, and then they would still be like, "I mean, that Untitled video is." So I mean, I, but people gotta learn to separate their lust from <laughs> what somebody wants to give you. It's all fun. I love seeing Beyonce show off them things. Mm-hmm. And all the other things that Beyonce got. But respectfully, <laughs> I am a fan of the music. I ain't gonna be like, hey, little, hey, little yellow phone. <laughs> 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 hey, show them titties. Fuck all that other shit. Hey, brown skin. Hey, brown skin. Oh, shit. Like, like, you can't just be. And they were yelling this shit and throwing panties on stage and shit. Yeah. Which, if you win it, that's cool. But if you not, that shit gonna traumatize the fuck out of you. I don't, I'm, I may not necessarily remember any of his interviews about it, but I do remember, I think, I guess, him speaking out on, um, like, after he did gain weight about how, I don't know. He did it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to get people to stop. And that shit still didn't work. Because Kim is in his comments. Hey, little thick daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all that. I want to see that belly. <laughs> we still want to see it. Like that time I was at the jail and I was walking out. And this older woman saw me. She was like, get it, big papa. And I was like, ugh. Get what, ma'am? <laughs> And I felt Bitch you too Take a nap <laughs> That was Real shit That was my first experience With a woman be like Ugh Women Objectify the fuck Out of niggas <laughs> Dirty old women Woo Welcome to the 21st century Right Equality <laughs> get, Niggas get cat called bro <laughs> Straight the fuck up Hey little daddy <laughs> I know you singing your little songs and shit. Shooters gonna but, shoot. But hey, let me see a little skin. Shooters. <laughs> I paid shoot. my like it is true gas. Like I paid my money to get here. I want to see the niggas ass. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is that is funny. I love us for real. <laughs> That is funny. I love us for real. Um, but the um another I, highlight, her man, the way they blended best part and uh, nothing even matters, and then uh, DJ, 
Yeah. Oh, what's screw? <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? No. DJ. What the fuck is the DJ's name? I can't remember now. Anyway, but he was like, they need to do a song together. I can see it now called Him and Her. And I was like, bruh. The other thing is there is a there's an artist named Him. That's a I think he redid some of her her stuff. Oh wow. Um DJ from D'Angelo. Yo, he was fucking with yo. That was a dope ass fucking DJ. I saw a lot of mixed reviews. Like he was in his bag. It just went on too long. Yeah, like this is what I'm sick of with the verses, and I tweeted this, but the verses need to start within 30 minutes of the start time. Don't be telling that, that we all be online at seven o'clock. I know we already hype. We don't need no niggas for to get niggas us hype. not to show up till after eight thirty. Like, what the fuck is going on? If y'all wanted to have a DJ set, just say that. <laughs> Let that be in a separate page. We, we trying to know when the the featured guest is coming on. Um, DJ Scratch. Scratch. Why yeah. did I want to say screw? Because DJ Screw is always a legend. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of DJ Screw lately. Yeah, no, he he was doing his thing, but I just felt like he definitely went on too long by himself. Also. Allegedly, he went on that long because you know who D'Angelo was supposed to do it with, right? Everybody was saying um, Maxwell. They were trying to get the entire United States pregnant by having Maxwell. (laughs) Baby, we all would have been in our seats, puddled as fuck, just melted. By the time that nigga got to Untitled, I was in my feelings. And I was like, man, I, I want to be caked up with somebody. <laughs> God damn it. And I just, I couldn't be that night. And I felt mad and I felt ashamed and I was hurt. So I went home. I got drunk. <laughs> Untitled will never not be good. It's a perfect song. And when Beyonce did Rocket, immediately in my mind, I was like, this is Beyonce's version of an of an Untitled and this is no knock against Beyonce, but that shit ain't. Even it close. still ain't got nothing on Untitled. <laughs> nothing. Nobody can top Untitled. For one, Untitled is a seven-minute song, all the way through from top to bottom. I've been drinking a lot of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> I. I can't tell, like, because I'm like, I keep refilling my shit. But the vibe of the vibe of Untitled. Okay, so this is why Untitled will never be matched because. It gives jam session. It gives like we was just in the studio and this shit happens. Especially yeah. with the break where he just kind of does his his moans and groans and it's just like yeah. you know a couple of guitar strums and it's the melody like yeah. I don't know what it is about Untitled but you just can't top it. Also as a Prince stand, that's a Prince tribute. Is it? Yeah, he specifically did it as a tribute to Prince. Oh, I didn't know that. See, yeah. you learn something new with these music heads out here, I tell you. Like, so that's why, like, a lot, like, you can hear Prince's influence in it. For sure. Especially with the fucking guitar. Yeah. He's a stand. That whole guitar sequence is very Prince. Like, Daniel was, like, a worshiper of Prince. Oh, which, wow. Like, I mean, 
I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. But yeah, um, so yeah, Untitled is just a. It just it hits. It still hits for when the bass drop, and then it, you can't beat it. Like just the song, so I'm sure. Like and then plus, he has an iconic video with it too. Mm. So I mean, you can't separate that. So I don't know. It's just never not gonna hit. It's just like when Devin was here, we were talking about March Madness. It's always gonna hit. It's never it's not gonna hit. Gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, it's always gonna hit. If that's not on your sex playlist, are you having sex? You doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing your sex playlist all wrong. If Untitled is not your sex playlist, and send it on. Oh, I love send it on. That is my shit. I literally have it downloaded twice so that it can play back to back. <laughs> I'm not even lying. That, that is how you know you love it. <laughs> not even fucking lying. Uh, what, what else? I'm trying to remember the other songs that. Brown sugar always gonna hit too. Brown sugar, babe. Because I remember the first I time I heard that. On your love. Once again, shout out to my sister who had an amazing oh, music collection. Sugar, sugar. When uh, <laughs> back in the days when they just let teenagers sign up for a CD playlist, <laughs> I mean, uh, CDs, and they just send you a box of CDs for first. a penny. And then that shit wasn't a penny. Oh, yeah. Then it wouldn't end up being like $20. No, it was more than that. (laughs) I can't remember. I think it was like 40 something. I don't think my sister ever paid that, too. She bought old Maxwell House (laughs) (laughs) $50 to this day. That's probably why they're not in business no right. more. They're like, all right, our business model is we're going to send 14 year olds a whole bunch of CDs, and legally they'll have to pay for it. Right, uh, nigga, you can't you can't enforce that shit. Please, <laughs> she was 14, sir. Please, <laughs> but she can't even drive. So the 16 CDs that my sister got, which in hindsight is fucking amazing if you think about it, actual CDs with booklets and everything. She got full blown, full bodies of work. This is one of the moments that made me a music stand. So she got Black Street, another level. Okay. She got the Fugees to score. Okay. She got uh, Escape off the hook. Okay. Hey, hits. The lineup is <laughs> not missed yet. This the one this is I missed, but it's still dope. Uh Tevin Campbell, I'm uh now nah, I'm ready. It's the one after Back to the World. Oh, okay. And still Tevin Campbell. I know. Like, yeah. How was a 14-year-old Maria <laughs> not gonna know that this new Tevin Campbell wouldn't go hit? Look at the material. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh she got Janet Jackson Design of a Decade, which was one of the greatest hits of Janet Jackson. Uh I feel like she got Maxwell. I know she got Erica Badu. Yeah. Baduism. Yes. What else? Yeah, like it's a murderer's row of first CDs that she got. And of course, D'Angelo Brown Sugar. So I was 
I was borrowing my sister's CDs and she was listening to that shit. And I was like, this was like 96. So I was like eight. Listening to D'Angelo. Listening to the dopest music of the 90s. Damn. What a time. What a be, fucking time. To be alive. <laughs> so the reason that I'm partially a nerd is my sister stole CDs from Columbia House. <laughs> We knew that he was going to end it on Entitled, though. Untitled. Especially after he did Brown Sugar. Because everybody was waiting for them to. Mm-hmm. They ended it so abruptly, though. He'd be like, oop, all right. Because everybody was still catching their breath. Because they played the full songs, too. Yeah, they played everything. They didn't do that bullshit of, like, you can only play a minute of this or a minute of that. That nigga performed. And then I was like, whew, that was dope. If Maxwell had been there, it would have been even more amazing. I had a great time. I was just sitting there. I had a great time. I had my wine and my Cheez-Its. I was at work. <laughs> Relaxed. I was at work crying because I wasn't with my <laughs> <laughs> It was perfect timing for me. I had two clients that night. I did the clients, went back home, had my little relax, relaxation moment. <laughs> Turn the the Roku on. Shout out to YouTube because somebody was streaming it live. (laughs) Shout out to the bootleggers. (laughs) Right. Which I really don't understand. If it's on Instagram, like, why does it matter? It's it's for people to consume for free. But people want, I guess they want people to use their platform. That's who they licensed it to. to. Directed to, yeah. I get it, but still, I'm just like, come on now. As a fan of the music, you're like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, what else about it? I mean, it was just a good black ass uh, feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. All uh, that. Also, the next one I'm excited for, but I know niggas ain't going to be excited. Well, it's a certain type of nigga that's going to be excited for it. The next one is Ghostface Killer versus Raekwon. And that just means we're going to get a whole bunch of songs with them performing back to back on each other's shit. See, my sister sent me something off Facebook saying that the next one was going to be Fantasia and Jasmine Sullivan. I think they're trying to get it, but I don't think that's official. I'm not for sure. You know, these Facebook streets. (laughs) It might be. If it is... That's going to be a lot of hurt women on there. <laughs> That's not a vibe I'm trying to feel. And plus, I want to see Fantasia do her churchy shit. I mean, Jasmine can be right there That's with what the I'm churchy saying. shit, too. Like, I want Fantasia kicking off her heels, shouting. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasia is also very pregnant right now. Is she? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. She is pregnant. Um, this is a versus live tribute in Atlanta, honoring the music. What? Yeah. Yeah, it says featuring music from Jasmine Sullivan and Fantasia. It's in Atlanta. At we're just giving them free advertising. The niggas ain't listening. 
uh, Apache XLR. I guess it's for All Star Weekend. Hmm. Maybe. Um, just got my little hopes up. Damn, I killed a dream. I'm sorry. Me being a nerd about shit, I just take it too far. I went full it's juice. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. So never go full <laughs> juice. I was already semi prepared for to be let down. <laughs> What else? Did you see any of the Dr. Seuss hoopla? Mm-mm. Um, so the uh, the uh, what's it called? The state of Theodore, the Theodore Giesel, aka Dr. Seuss. Um, removed six of his books from his from their collection to being like reproduced because of uh, racist imagery. Like in, I saw it on Mulberry Street. I think it's the name of it. They have a depiction of an Asian man, and they call him a Chinaman. And it's a very stereotypical image. Oh, no. He also had a lot of anti-black imagery. Oh, no. So they just removed, removed like six of his things. Not all of them. It's mostly, it's not the popular ones. It was from, if I ran the zoo, I saw it there on Mulberry Street. And a couple other ones that I can't remember. It's so crazy how... We really just be fed so much anti-black shit, yeah, not unknowingly, yeah, until it's too late. Until we have already fully grown. It's- you know, it's honestly a wonder that no one has ever sued for anything like that. If we start suing for shit like that, Ooh. when would it stop? <laughs> that would that would be our forty acres and a mule, but. White people are not going. We're never that getting that. <laughs> We're never getting that. <laughs> That's my one shot against white people. The whole episode, <laughs> they are not going to allow that shit to happen. Um. So, speaking of white people, so after that was announced, uh, I think the second was Read Across America Day, aka Seuss Day, because mm. Dr. Seuss's birthday. So in uh. President Biden, which still feels weird saying, President Biden's address, he didn't acknowledge Dr. Seuss. Wait up. And so, for the last four days, Fox News has been running stuff about them trying to cancel Dr. Seuss. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and. I hate Fox News. The Republican Party has just become a reactionary party where they get mad about stupid shit that people actually don't care about. Yeah. They just, it's literally the epitome of being white. They just want to fucking be mad at some shit. They just, they just want to be oppressed so bad. It's, and it's also ironic that they always try to act like us on the left are snowflakes. Right. But they get mad about stupid shit. Y'all over here crying over Dr. Seuss? 
Come on now. What not could not in a box? <laughs> Got you in your tears, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> One fish, two fish? Red fish, blue fish. <laughs> um so they got that going on and did you hear about uh um Hasbro who makes one second. Oh, God damn it. oh I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Coop is like, what in the fuck is going on here? That nigga be waking up and be like, oh shit, I missed some shit. I ain't missed a thing. Um, so Hasbro, who makes Mr. Potato Head, came out and said that they were going to discontinue Mr. Potato Head and they were going to be gender neutral. And I he saw would, that. I saw that. You just go by Potato Head. I saw that. And so in one week, these motherfuckers are just in their feelings. And the uh, the left has gone too far. Yeah. They're trying to take Mr. Potato Head. And so they're like, Joe Biden, uh, Trump ended ISIS. Joe Biden ended Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. Could you, could you feel him looking at you? Was his energy transferable? That and I could hear. Like when he makes certain noises, I know what he wants. Wow. What a parent. It's weird. <laughs> We don't uh, we don't communicate through both vocals usually. Mm. It's always senses, and I just know what he wants. Echolocation. Y'all are whales. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's my. We're our own little pod. <laughs> oh, shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah. Cancel culture has gone too far. So now we got grown ass fucking men and women going on rants about Mr. Potato Head. About Mr. Potato Head. And Dr. Seuss. Jesus. Like the modern Republican Party, like I said, is just a bunch of reactionaries that doesn't actually mean anything. And they try to project Mm. all these things. Um, It started like this guy named Lee Atwater who was one of the people that was behind the Southern strategy, which is what Ronald Reagan used to win the White House. So they came up with this theory that after, you know, civil rights happened, you couldn't just outright be like, these niggers out here (laughs) doing all these nigger things. So they had to find ways to codify it. So then you started making busing an issue. And then he was like, so then you get so abstract that you start talking about lower taxes and things, and these are all hitting back at the same thing. Mm. Same as with abortion. It's not a coincidence that anti-abortion became a thing after the Civil Rights Movement. It's It's because it became socially unacceptable to be openly racist. Therefore, those churches and all those other people that made it a religious duty to be racist <laughs> had to take their energy to something else. And it was easier to make it about uh, uh, being pro-life. So these are the effects of it. But now people are so abstract with it. They get mad about cancel culture. Yeah. Because, you know, 
somebody having to pay for them being racist down the line shouldn't stop a legend like Dr. Seuss, which is not. And anybody on the left, if you love books and reading, you love Dr. Seuss. Thanks. It is, that's not going to change. I'm still a Seuss head. I love Dr. Seuss. Was he racist as fuck? That just made me go with that qualified. <laughs> no, that just made me think like, think back to your top favorite books as a child. Like just reading books like that along the lines of Dr. Seuss. Mine was definitely um, Rainbow Fish. Bringing the rain to Capiti Plain. We the same nigga. Uh, <laughs> what was another like uh, reading? Oh, if you give a mouse a cookie. That's a legendary. Those were just like if we was reading those in class. Oh, and um, the caterpillar one. The hungry caterpillar. Yeah, I got that from my niece two Christmases ago. Those are classics. Yeah. Um, I saw the Bear Seen Bear books. Golden books? Yes. They don't, make, they don't make them like they used to. They don't make childhoods like they used to. <laughs> so, like, it's just weird. Like, all these people now are just trying to act like I got on Facebook just to see the stupid-ass people with the high school with talking about Dr. Seuss. These niggas ain't read a book in years. Mm-mm. But, like, you know it's just going to be so... Like, they're trying to have a a congressional hearing on cancel culture. And you know, it's just going to be some dumbass uh, congressman from some hick ass fucking town up there reading Dr. Seuss and be like, Oh, so I've decided to read from green eggs and ham. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Acting like it's fucking uh, James Baldwin that they read for some <laughs> profound bullshit. It's all this stupid ass shit. And then uh, that racist bitch. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Mar- Marjorie Green. She uh, tweeted today some bullshit. I knew this shit was going to happen. I knew they were going to start putting their own right wing twist on Dr. Seuss. So she retweeted this. <laughs> Uh, I do not like your mental haze. I do not like your leftist ways. I do not like your son on blow. I do not like you, Mr. Jones. Oh, I saw that. Do not like your son on blow. <laughs> like, oh. So I put, not the cat in the MAGA hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, I just. Elite content <laughs> right here. Yo, we're in our bag right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you just know it's going to be some fucking bullshit. It's going to be, like, it's going to be somebody like uh, Ted Cruz uh, reading from uh, One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish on the Senate floor. If uh, Tommy Tuberville is able to read. Ooh, hey, jury's still out. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Tommy Tuberville ain't got no hoes. <laughs> he ain't got no hop on pop. He ain't got no fox and socks. He ain't got no the cat in the hat comes back. <laughs> Oh my god! 
He don't know what happened on Mulberry Street. He don't know who ran the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Are you his mother? (laughs) (laughs) We were in our bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Little buddy, what's up, pal? Oh man, what's up, little boy? You been being good or not? No, he can always tell when you're coming because, for one, I have the door open. open. He's like, Who the fuck coming over? Who the fuck coming over? (laughs) (laughs) So he just be hype. He'd be like, Who the fuck? Like, what? What? So he be acting like he want to go outside, but it's because he's excited. That's why I can't pet him, because I pet him once, and he's addicted. Oh, yeah, he like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he like, hey, girl, don't stop that. You got you with the nails. <laughs> hey, shout <laughs> Hey, pink nails. <laughs> okay, fam, I hear you, bro. But, yeah. Look at him. Need something else, but yeah, all these people making all this stupid shit, Mister Potato Head. Like, imagine being so like, imagine not having any oppression to where you can be pressed about them changing the gender of a plastic potato. Like, you know, like I be trying to make sure I get back home, <laughs> like. Because racism and bullshit is out here. These niggas are like, you know what? Get piss, home safe. You know what pissed me off? <laughs> they changed that goddamn gender of that fucking potato. Right. We we trying to make sure we can still afford a full tank of gas. Right. It's a fucking pandemic going on. Panasonic. It's niggas in Jackson ain't had water for two weeks. It's people in Houston that lost everything they had. Including lives. And now they governor is trying to kill them again by having fucking getting rid of the mask orders. And niggas is bad about fucking potatoes. Cooper, stop it. Fucking potatoes. Fake potatoes at that. Not even mashed. Not even oven roasted potatoes. Not (laughs) french fries. (laughs) Mr. Potato Head. And you're proving the point that gender doesn't mean anything. If you're mad about the fake gender of an inanimate object. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> First of all, yeah, no. I, I like. No, it's just still it's still white privileged people just wanting to be upset. That's all it is, period. Because like what in the fuck correct? Like your kids really probably ain't gonna know much of a difference anyway. Kids now don't read books. Like, I'm the only person that buys my sister's kids books. Like I buy my niece books and she don't know how to read that shit. She just be flipping through. Now I do feel proud that I got her books this past Christmas with little black girls on it. She loved the fuck out of them. 
Okay, Uncle. Hey. Uncle Duty. Hey, I, I fucking hit it out the park. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all this shit don't fucking matter. And it's all bullshit. Like, so you're trying to own the libs, so you're going to buy a whole bunch of Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> Liberals don't give a fuck. I don't give a, I don't wake up and be like, oh, niggas is reading Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> I mean, we are literally talking about a plastic potato with plastic prosthetics. And books that none of us have read unless we read to our children in 30 plus years. First of all, the imagination of a child is wild as hell. You could give them a literal rock and tell them that it's the fucking galaxy. Right. And they will take that and run with it. Also, I didn't know this until uh, I read a, a think piece about Mr. Potato Head. Not 2021. 2021 is wild. Uh, and they Not were like, a think piece. They said the first Mr. Potato Head. They just sold the accessories. You had an actual potato, and you put the accessories. And you put the accessories in your potato. Yeah, I think I've heard about that. The nineteen fifties was wild, wild shit. So y'all out here, y'all out here wasting groceries, <laughs> right? Playing with your food. <laughs> I knew. I know that shit couldn't have been popular in no black houses. You get what to the potato? Hell no. Nah. Hell nah. <laughs> Since you think it's fucking funny to play with fucking potatoes, <laughs> you eat the potato. <laughs> oh, we gonna cook that motherfucker after you done playing with. <laughs> but yeah, all this stupid ass shit in a panoramic, in a Panasonic. Just I don't get it, man. I'm ready for the Panasonic to be over. Me too. I'm glad, uh, Mima. Uh, extended the mask order though. I mean, who saw that shit coming? I knew for sure. I, I was like, she was gonna fucking, she was gonna let that shit go. First of all, the mask order is gonna need to be extended until everybody's been vaccinated for a couple of months. She said she's not extending it after April 9th, which I'm surprised she extended it that far. Yeah, like I'm gonna give her a little clap. Like, I ain't. I ain't no fan or nothing. But she didn't buy into the bullying of all these Republicans. Praise report. <laughs> to, steal, <laughs> to steal from the Tipping Point podcast. My praise report. Uh, my uh, parents got their second shot mm. Tuesday. So I can breathe the sigh of release that both my parents are vaccinated. So is it is it just two or is it three? Because at first they were talking about three rounds of shots. They got the Pfizer one as two. My sister got the Moderna one. It was two also. And then now they have the Johnson & Johnson one that's just one. It's the least effective, but... It's better than nothing. Whatever one I can get my fucking hands on. Because they said that even with the Johnson & Johnson one, it's it still had good ratings to severe cases of COVID. Mm. Which that's all I'm trying to avoid. As long as I can beat this shit that's all I want I just need the freedom just give me vaccinated peace of mind yeah thanks for tuning in you can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com you can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play SoundCloud Apple Podcasts Spotify and Stitcher 
subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.